Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 199. We're so close to the 200. Isn't that like the Bicentennial podcast in that 200 years? I Bicentennial, mean, I yeah, think. Yeah, if we, if we did one, one a year. <laughs> I mean, listen, no, we're getting No, it's 200 older. years. Bicentennial is 200 years. We celebrated the Bicentennial in 1976. Right. That was 200 years, right? Right. I'm just saying. So we have 200 podcasts. Yeah. So it's bicentennial podcast, not years. Anyway, our topic we're going to talk about is call ahead into the del- the call ahead and delivery culture. I am Kim Schultz, and I'm your adventure coordinator for the show. Let's say hi to my co-host Tyson Arley. If you could just hold on, I'm I'm uh, I'm going ahead and putting uh, this podcast I have for somebody else in a sack. I'll be right with you. <laughs> I've got somebody that's. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Hello. I can help you now. Thank you. Thank Hello. You so Wait, much. I got to take a call. Hello. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. On Facebook the other day, someone called a bar restaurant to place an order, and no one answered the phone. So they went to the bar and the restaurant to order food to go. And while they were there, they noticed that the phone was ringing and nobody was answering it. And so they had they had to make a post about it on social media about how they're going to have bad customer service. <laughs> I would say and that is my a good comment, strategic step. My comment was I posted it and then I thought, you know what? Nope, delete podcast because I wanted to go into more depth. I didn't want someone getting mad at me, but I'm not I'm not a big <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the delivery culture. We know this already. Um, and I was going to look the numbers up before we got on here, including not just delivery, but yeah, the call ahead. Exactly. But the call ahead. But the call ahead of people not understanding how business really works. And I get, <laughs> I get, I get it's a call so ahead. It's so obvious that should be back the last, the last priority. When you right. can take a call, you take it. But For a everything else, but everything else, you have to constantly measure. Is it a good idea to take that call? Because at least I'm not setting a customer expectation while other people have literally come to my restaurant and are waiting for food right now. Well, here's the thing. The person answering the phone makes tips. Usually the bartender. Now, is that person going to make money off of the phone call or is the person making money by providing service to the people who have come to the restaurant or bar? they're not going to really make a lot of money because people in the tipping culture, for some reason, don't understand that there is a little bit of work happening. They have to stop what they're doing, answer the phone, write down the order, put it in the computer, go to the kitchen, package the order, make sure the condiments are in there, get the straws, get the forks, get the napkins. And this entire time... They're ignoring yeah, they're, the customers it's entirely inconvenient. in they're regular. the bar. 
they're or the okay. restaurant. And it's 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 not understood by people because we have become a society where it's all about me. I am being inconvenient. You did you did offer the service, so for me, I this was even happening when I was in between, you know, more typical jobs and did work in the restaurant industry. And I thought, we, we talk about this a lot, but management cannot be overstated as far as superior management versus average management in particular, or either of those versus poor management. And it's very simple in my opinion. Well, A, really quickly, I do think that they some, peop, some people tipped and it was kind of nice because you didn't have to deal with them for 30 minutes. But it did totally interrupt the rest of what you were doing. But uh, I was going to say that as far as management, you should, I don't know, uh, do it in 20-minute groups and have two people dedicated to phone orders and they don't have to, when they're on that rotation, some type of strategy like this, you get a kind of a mini break from the tables. You are only doing phone orders right now. And it can be a and small part And how am I getting paid for my two fifteen an hour? And how do we well, know? Sure. So, so that, that's more at, of it. So if you go to Lone, Lone Star, is that a place? Lone Star yeah. restaurant? They have they have people that do the carryouts and the call ahead. There's an actual person for that. Because there's enough of it going on that they pay somebody a wage to to. To put it together. So if you've got that job that night, your job is that. But at a Ma and Paul restaurant where there's only two waitresses taking care of a hundred people because they cannot find workers to work, you have a bartender, two waitresses, and you've got an entire bar, then how does it cost? What's the cost benefit of bringing in a third waitress? that these two waitresses have it down. Now we're going to do a waitress, so now they're going to each lose 25% of their money. And and they're good, but then we might get phone calls. Because it's not a phone call place, it's a bar. And if you you want to come in like she did, if you want to go in, then go to, go up and order it at the bar, sit and have a drink, and then take it home. I think it'd be great, go ahead. The other thing is... When we were there for supper club last time, because we've been there, and you've been there, there was one cook in the kitchen, and the entire bar was full. One cook, entire bar full. How many call-ahead orders do they want when they're trying to give us, the ones who are sitting there, the best service and get our food out to them. How mad do you think I was when you and I went to Tortilla Jack's at what? 7, 6.45 at night they were going to close at 7? Or no, we got there at 6.15 and we sat there for 40 minutes waiting for four tacos while delivery people were in and out and there was nobody in there but the two older ladies but they had tickets up there of all the call ahead people and all the DoorDash people that were coming in and then they finally gave us in our sack and basically kicked us out of the restaurant we'd been sitting there for 30 minutes first of all for that for for tortilla jacks my order comes first DoorDash can fucking wait when someone walks in, you stop what you're doing and you get me my because food you know what? so if you I do can that, sit down and eat it. If you do that, then 
eventually the and apps read properly as opposed to somehow they're reading improperly as far as approximate wait time. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so, yeah, when I say... And the they're not even getting tipped. That's the, just a restaurant. The, the management, I mean, purely is everything. Like, of course, what I was talking about is that say an IHOP, a heavy traffic. Well, if you're and a corporate that, place, And you yeah. have 12 servers, 12 to 15 servers, and, you know, um, you got the teenagers in the front, you know, seating people. Somewhere in there you can rotate in one to two people and not have, because I know with the poor management, you have to be like, oh, crap, I'm near the phone door. Am I going to take that or am I going to deal with my tables? It wasn't even, a, it's like. Right. So, so so that's that's very poor, and to your point, takes away the priority. One should even consider, but unfortunately, with Uber and everything else, as do you re, do you really even want to take this on? Do you really right? Um, because you're going to set these dumb. I mean, listen. If somebody goes, I tried to make a takeout order at a place that's mostly a set down, and I couldn't even get through. Would you rather they answer because? The reason they didn't is because they're too busy. They're, yeah. Would you rather they answer and then your order is not ready when it gets there or what? I mean, they, you know, it goes back to the prioritization you're getting to. I So as a society, we need to realize that life is different in the restaurant industry. And people, they think it's like, oh my God, we have to bow to you so that we can get your call ahead orders. You know what? It's great if we're slow and we don't and 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 some places don't mind it because like our restaurant will have a call ahead app. It'll be an app that you go through. You can order all your stuff so we can make sure your pizzas and stuff are done. But that is what we plan on. We expect to get 50 to 60% of our orders through the app. So we're going to have staff there taking care of the app. You right. know what happens if 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 I'm at let's just say that I am at um I have let's say that I'm working at that bar and I start doing I start doing 50 call ahead orders a night. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run the numbers and I'm going to figure out who I can hire to make that possible. And then we're going to put it into the into the rotation of something. But I'm not going out of my way for three people to call in and order hamburgers and fries. I'm sorry, but come in and get order it. Or go call somebody else because you're, the, the, the amount of money that we're making on that and the person taking the order isn't going to get 20%. You're not gonna. You're not gonna come in and buy your twelve dollar hamburger, and you're gonna tip them what a dollar, if you tip them. I'm gonna tip them. I always tip when I go and I do when I pick up food. If I call ahead and pick up food, and there are places like a salty iguana. I used to do it all the time in Kansas City. That's the bartender's job. That is part of her job is to answer the phone. But I always tipped her five bucks. And I always said, thank you so much. Because she gave me my chips and my salsa. And every time I would leave a $5 tip, she'd be like, oh, hold on just a second. And she'd give me extra stuff. And she'd be, oh, here, give this. And she would make sure I'm taken care of. That's what the service is about. She's not getting tipped by most people. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is about, especially with bartenders, but especially bartenders, though, whether you got the kind of just hangout business as opposed to getting a meal... You don't know how how much you can keep that rolling. You're trying to keep that little hangout, you know, have another beer, have another snack, chat with them. They 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 turned it from 
20 minutes because right. you know unlike meals sometimes the people at the bars are like it's just a slow roll of money coming in if, right if you maintain it whereas those orders are one and done because it's already done it'd be interesting to me a couple of points interesting to me if some of those apps have a for instance great clips has hey you can come in now it's any time it's ready if you could just quickly so they know to count on it um, that somebody can go, this is the order ready, boom. And then they know uh, whether or not it's ready. And then two, oh, geez, I had an, another related point. Yeah, basically the idea of you really better understand if every single, I, I know I go to this a lot, it's a pretty meta, but it's also so true. You better have people who are going to do analysis in major decision-making role and not just, yeah, we told us you do that. That's a thing because... Taking on Uber Eats and the like is does change the dynamics. We I almost had Stockholm syndrome. I was with my nephew. We went to work out late, and then we were done late, and so it was after ten, and so we went through. We went to a fast food, a, a very very large fast uh, food chain that will not be named, <laughs> and we literally waited for 40 minutes and you saw bag after bag after bag that had the little extra fold on it that was the uber eats and they had two drive-throughs open so there were literally you know dozens of people getting order but you know uh, getting orders but what was part of the reason that when we went in to order that we had to wait 40 minutes all those extra orders, the Uber Eats and the like, you know. So you had better really make a decision so whether you want to take on Uber Eats and and um, those those other uh, mobile things. My brother called because me because it is an entirely different dynamic, and it can really screw up. Do you want to be known and express and, and uh, expose yourself to those types of criticisms if you don't do it right? Because you're going to get it on the Uber Eats end and on the in-store experience in, and on the drive-thru in. And oh, by the way, we also have just go go set in the little pickup area uh, places now because of COVID. You got four different streams and you are driving your workers insane. So my brother called the other day because we're, re- we're getting ready to renovate the building, open up a new restaurant. One of our products is pizza. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start, I'm going to build the website so that they can order pizza online. And then we're just going to, we're going to get all the delivery services so we can start delivering pizza so that people don't have to come in to get the pizza so we can deliver it. And I said, yeah, we're not. He was like, well, no, we have to do, uh, no, 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 let me, let me, let me show you. I I, want to give you some numbers and I want you guys to understand why I told him no. Now I told him no and he gave me a 20 minute explanation why yes. And I said, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to show you some information. I'm going to show you some numbers and I'm going to show you how this works. So between the period, this is just of a client. You don't even know who it is. Between 619 and 625, including tax, because they because DoorDash has to pay the tax. We we basically sell it wholesale for them, and then they pay the tax. It's a new Kansas law. We we had twelve hundred and fifteen dollars and sixty eight cents in DoorDash orders in one week. Twelve hundred and fifteen dollars and sixty eight cents. That's how much they went on the website, and that they paid. 
they charged us a commission fee of $246.86. They charged us a fee of $274.23 just for fees. The amount of money we received from that order was $679.67. So you're really close to only 50% of you are correct. the order price. Then the next question is, though, how and much was it bumped up? Was it bumped up? To it's not bumped up. It's the price no, that no. we have. Our, ours is well, not bumped no, up. What, what I'm asking is, is the $1,200, those people who are willing to way overpay, and did they overpay by almost 100% or did they no, overpay by they, 50%? There's no, pay, there's no overpaying. The price online the, is the price you pay in our store for this particular people. There's no crap. bump up. So yeah, you better do... Because when you bump it up, when you bump it up and you say this meal is seventeen ninety nine, then they go into the store and they see that it's only nine ninety nine. Then you have bad press for yeah, that as well. So it's too. not. It's not. So we, we do not do that. This is again where I say not only for management, but when you have a detail oriented person, and it goes back to our last episode where you need to know what resources you have, and you can do that best by having rapport and dealing with them. You had better go, hey, we're thinking of going and doing, doing that Uber Eats thing, but we've never done it. A, you better realize every single decision like this might have a significant impact, but then go, who do we have that would go do some of that work for us? Hey, someone goes, Tyson might look into that for you and give you a pretty detailed. Well, you had better be able to before you right. make such a big decision. The thing is instead of just going to what in the point you're making, one person in this exchange was going, well, you got to do that because everybody says it's easy. It's the thing to do when they got the three and they got the bet. And then somebody else needs to go, maybe, yeah, maybe, but let's look at it. You and know? you have to see the numbers. You have to see the damage that it does. You have to realize that delivery made sense when you couldn't go eat in line, when you couldn't go eat indoors, all right? Right. And these places did a really good job on the fees. They did not take all of this from restaurants at that time because they it was a it was a benefit for them. What they did was they got you hooked on it. Are they you got say, you normal. saying they changed the pricing they, structure a little in the meantime? During during COVID, they eliminated certain fees from it. So and they well, would sign made up. Made it a lot more sensible, didn't but they it? but they don't pay their drivers shit, and so they expect us to buy it, pay extra fees because you have to remember these are our fees, not their fees. These are our fees, and then they they charge you as a customer a fee, and then they pay. Then they want us to tip on top of that, so you are paying more for the meal, but our it's price clearly is clearly delineated. Same. Okay, yeah. Our price is the same. That's ridiculous. So I think you said like about two forty six, two seventy four. That's over three ten, three twenty, just in fees out of twelve uh, fourteen, twelve seventeen. Mm-hmm. You're talking over twenty five percent just from a couple different quote fees. Yeah. Yeah. And if they run a promo that says you get a five dollar off coupon, restaurant pays for that too. It might be half, so it might be a $10 off coupon. But if they say there's a free something or other, the restaurant pays for that. And you that's know, Uber You know Ace. what? This would, be, this would be out of the box. If I were a restaurant, I would, would and decided, hey, you're not going to be surprised by the fact that there's 15 Uber Eats drivers come in while you're still waiting for your food. Because, you know, bag after bag is clipped with their little thing. We don't do any of that. 
What you see right. in the parking lot is what you is get. Is what you get. <laughs> well, and here's the thing on, on TikTok, the DoorDash drivers are like, if you don't tip enough, we're not going to bring your food. So yeah, some food just sits on the shelf and never gets delivered because people don't tip. It gets and made these drivers, and these it. drivers are, 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 they're not being paid enough through their employer, which, oh, we're 1099. We can do whatever we want. Okay, well, could Uber Eats, this, is, this goes to 1099s, could Uber Eats survive without you driving your car? No? Okay, you're a W-2 employee, which one of them does do W-2s. I can't remember which one my friend works for, but he gets a W-2, which sucks for him because he doesn't need to take off his gas or anything, but he still gets a W-2 because they consider him an employee and they pay him an hourly rate, an hourly rate for him to deliver whatever he delivers. So, as life changes, I'm saying that there are places out there that focus on the call ahead and the delivery, but not everybody, especially small businesses, are going to do that. Or should. <laughs> and they don't have the capabilities of doing that sometimes. They don't it's even have the staff, way. the manpower, or even the kitchen size. If you're going to if you're going to the bar that we went to and it's completely packed, that kitchen is built to provide service for them. Not for you to call in to interrupt with your order that's probably going to get messed up anyway because it was done over the phone and make me wait for my food because you don't want to come in and sit down and eat at a restaurant that's what drive throughs are for go to a drive through and now you have to wait at drive throughs too so i'm just telling people <laughs> you know get back to normal and understand who you're calling there are lots of places you can go to applebees you can go to chili's you can go to lone star you can go to all the corporate places because they literally have call ahead they've done it forever before they bring out their little food to you They've got a staff for that. So when a mom and pa doesn't answer the phone at the restaurant during fucking lunchtime or dinner time, they have more things to be concerned about, and those are the customers that are in the bar. I think a great underco- undercover uh, 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 boss, even I'd say a season or a little uh, limited series, could be those people who... You know, decided, ah, of course we do Uber Eats and we do, uh, you know, pick up at the little specialty. I'm sorry. We take it out to your car and we do drive through and we do uh, phone um, um, regular computer orders and we do call call in orders and we do regular. Why don't you go ahead and be a server? Yeah, come on over. And be truly anonymous and gosh forbid your manager thinks you're the one to pile that stuff on or not, maybe not even eight hours. A whole two weeks so that you make somewhere in there you make sure you got two busy days and so that when you come back and go obviously got to do this that's potentially more uh potentially more uh, another profit stream no it's a it's just splitting your business into smaller parts is what it is i mean in the end uh, you know what what is the calculus on your customer experience and with people eventually going i told you i basically got stockholm syndrome waiting in mcdonald's oh i wasn't gonna say who but, um, and it's because, and I'm, I'm now going to know if I'm in any kind of a hurry, I am not going to go there at 11. If I don't feel like sitting inside right. for 40 minutes, and it really was, I, I, I might have exaggerated, may have only been 30, but, no. you know. We, no, I won't wait for that. Yeah. I'm the, not sitting in a so, drive through for hours either because that's again, what what's their, me- uh, okay what's their metrics? Did it end up helping 
afterwards or not. Because I'm not going to go there. <laughs> right. I'm not. Uh, if I see, you know, that late night, it was a Friday night deal is what it was. Um, but you're like, well, they should be staffed. You know, they got a good good staff in there. But it's all those orders, all that drive through And so many people got to go. And that's partially my fault because we didn't do drive through Don't get me wrong. Um, but it was still a little bit ridiculous to, like, that's longer than it takes to get pancakes at IHOP. Yeah. Um, in the regular. I mean, usually you can, on the better days, you can get them within 20 minutes, See, and, 15 and, minutes. And if that would have happened to me, I would have emailed corporate McDonald's and I would have let them know that um, I would have asked them the question, what exactly is the time limit that I'm supposed to for wait for my food, food um, in the in the lobby? Because fat, the other day I waited waited longer than 30 minutes and what i noticed was that all the doordash orders were coming there as i stood there and waited for my food can you let me know is that your policy was that just a fluke and how do you guys handle that more yeah. likely you would have got a free sandwich out of it because more than like they don't even know what's going on they just want the money to come in they're taking the orders but i can guarantee you this that um mcdonald's isn't paying these kind of fees on doordash yeah, they get like the they Walmart get the they treatment. get the they get the you big know, time discount through through yeah. the McDonald's stuff, so they're making the money on it. But I'm not talking corporate. I'm talking a locally owned business. If you honestly want to support a locally owned business, first of all, a do not put them on social media and talk about how horrible customer service they are until you reread what you put and go, hmm, maybe I'm a little spoiled. And this was a friend of mine. I just I just didn't want her to get mad. And 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 she has all the all she has every right to post it on there, but if you go back and you read your comment as if you didn't write it, and think about you having to work there and how their structure is and how busy things are and how it works is. It's almost like instead of undercover boss, undercover customer. It's like those you are know, called put secret yourself customers. What? They have secret cut. They have secret. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, coming from the mentality of yeah, like it for the empathy of. Imagine if you were dropped over into here and had to deal with had it. to do it before you do before it. you, you right, do before it. you finish that your you little have order. people yelling at you and go answer the phone because I one of my comment that I deleted I put on there. So if I'm sitting at the bar and the bartender's ignoring me because they're taking orders on the phone, am I going to be in this page talking about how bad customer service they have because the bartender was on the phone taking to-go orders? Because there's no way that either one's going to be happy. Right. If I'm sitting there and I see the bartender on the phone the whole time and I don't have my beer and my beer never comes and never comes and, and never comes. You came comes. here to get your beer. I came here to get my beer and, like and it's been 20 minutes and the bar and the, my waitress is coming over and she goes, well, they're taking food orders. They got some to-go orders yeah. to go. Fuck that. Get me my beer. I did not come here to wait for you to do more business for someone who's going to run in and leave and not give you one, probably a dollar. I'm going to give you $10. Now I'm yeah. going to give you $9. Now I'm going to give you $5. And guess what you just did? You answered the phone and y'all lost more money because I'm not going to tip. Yep. 
So anyway, that is how weird, I feel. It's a weird dynamic with all these multiple channels of ability yeah. to order and pick up time. 2020 it's needs like, to go away. It's like, what was so hard about just fast food? That was yeah. the idea. The fast food you is supposed to be quickly. fast food. But in 2020, they trained your brain. They trained you to be, to, to it's going to be okay for you. Now you don't have to have fast food because they think they trained us. Guess what? They didn't train me. None of that stuff stuck with me. I just don't go. If I was in line and or I was waiting, I would have gone up to the counter and I would said, I need my money back. I'm not waiting 30 minutes for a hamburger yeah. at McDonald's. I'm not. And then I, well, I would have already contacted the corporate people. So yeah. anyway, all right, guys, thank you for giving us your time. We appreciate our listeners and we're so excited that we get to do the show over and over and over and over and over again. Go make sure to go to Facebook and go to Kimology 411 leave us a comment join our group thank you Tyson for helping make Kimology 411 so awesome you're welcome alright guys keep taking all of those adventures and we'll talk to you soon bye bye